0: The future of music is being invented here, and I don't think that I'm exaggerating.
1: This is Sounds of Berkeley. I'm Kim Ashton. Every winter, the Super Bowl puts on the most challenging live music event on the planet. A set that has to dazzle over 100 million viewers needs to be put in place in seven minutes, complete with a stage, lighting, dancers, singers, video, fireworks, musical instruments, and a full sound system. That last piece, unseen by those 100 million viewers, can't be underestimated. The show could go on if the fireworks failed, or a dancer missed her mark, but it would collapse with an audio error. And running the soundboard for 11 of those Super Bowl shows has been Pablo Munguilla, who's now the director of Berkeley's Music Production Technology and Innovation Master's Program in Valencia, Spain. Engineering major live music performances has been one of Pablo's specialties for years. In addition to the Super Bowl halftime show, he's worked on the Grammys, the Oscars, the Emmys, the American Music Awards, the BET Awards, American Idol, the list goes on. For these shows, he's been nominated for 22 Emmys and won six. All of this is in addition to the engineering work he's done with the biggest recording stars of our era. A year and a half ago, Pablo, who graduated from Berkeley in 1997, came back to his alma mater to take over the music technology program in Valencia, from where he is joining us now. Pablo Munguilla, welcome to Sounds of Berkeley. Thank you for having me. As I just mentioned in the intro, you've been the sound engineer on 11 Super Bowl halftime performances, including the one this past February with Lady Gaga, which sounds like an enormously challenging show. But for a sound engineer, what's the trickiest part about it?
0: Uh, gosh, uh, I think the. Um, I guess the first thing I, I want to say is, I I am part of a, a, a fairly big team of engineers. Uh, we, uh, I I'm very very lucky and and grateful to work with you know some of the best people in the business, and uh, and really it takes that to to pull something like this off. Um, so. What does it take? Well, one thing is uh, you have to be very calm. You have to stay very calm uh, and and stay in you know have uh, all kinds of um, fail safe mechanisms and redundancies and and uh, you know ways to ensure that uh, no matter what happens, things will not fail. I always refer to the Super Bowl as uh, as the closest thing I'll ever get to a military operation because it has to be run that way with military precision, uh, there's, there's really no room for error and things are timed to the second, um, you know, in, in many cases, even you know, less than a second uh, precision. Um, frame accurate uh, timings for the music, for the lighting, for the screens, for all kinds of things. And, um, I remember some years ago, I was working on, on the Oscars and, and the, the, the musical director uh, wanted me, wanted to meet me. And and, and he, um, you know, we, we, we finally met in the, you know, in the, uh, I think we were at Capitol Studios at that time. And, and, and he pulled me aside and he said, I just, I just wanted to meet you because I, I wanted to know, how do you, you know, how do you do this? You know, what, what is the, what is the secret? And, and honestly, I wish, I wish there was a secret there, but, but there isn't, there is no secret. There's just, uh, it, there's just doing it, you know, just feeling comfortable doing it. So it's, um yeah, it's, it helps a lot that we've done the show many times, uh, but it also helps that, uh, like I said, that we get to work with just, you know, some of the best people in the business.
1: You have had and continue to have a very successful career as a, a sound engineer, what made you decide to go from that career to an academic program, which you took over in July two thousand sixteen in Valencia?
0: I always knew that I wanted to go back and, and and give back and and be involved in education. So that was a, a, a kind of a pending, um, kind of a pending subject for me, if you will. And uh, and so so to me, it was a natural thing to to look for it when the opportunity came up uh, to. To take over the program from Stephen Weber, who who first uh, started the program uh, here in Valencia, mm-hmm.
1: and at the same time you're continuing to work outside of the academic sphere, and um, in, in engineering these shows, is that right?
0: Yes. So uh, one of the key things to to having done this or to being able to do this, and and I'm just so glad and grateful to Berkeley for 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 this is is the fact that. I am able to still go back and work on these shows, and uh, and I think it's I think it's a win win for, for everyone. Um, but it is challenging to keep uh, keep uh, the you know the different shows going and keep all the keep all the things straight on both sides of the ocean. Um, I, I do travel back and forth quite a bit, and uh, and I am on the phone and on emails, you know, all odd hours of the, the day and night. But at the same time, it is it is wonderfully rewarding. You know, it's uh, these these are these shows are are very exciting, and a- every year we, we get to do you know very interesting things, um, both with the artist and and in the in the different shows. Uh, I I get to I get to try new things. You know, I get to uh, see the latest technologies and the newest cutting edge. You know, um, you know cameras, for example. We just uh, were using these uh, infrared cameras at the VMAs that, you know, never been used before, that just been invented. And, and so I get to bring the, that back to the classroom and, and show the students and, and we get to talk about, you know, these new things. And, and it's it's just perfectly relevant to the curriculum of, of what we're doing here, of looking at uh, where, the, where the future of music is, is going to come from.
1: So it sounds like a great way to keep on top of everything that's uh, going on in the industry right now, and making sure that the curriculum is current.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I I, th- I feel like it's it's very enriching that way uh, to the curriculum. I'm, uh, the fact that we can uh, be seeing how how these 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 shows are, are are made, and and the shows are constantly trying to, um, you know, re you know, just not not just reinvent, but the uh, but to push the envelope of what can be done. Uh, At the same time, uh, the students uh, get get a chance to see what's happening behind the scenes. I I usually will do Skype sessions from the shows or we'll we'll do um, live videos from from the backstage and and to see what's going on and how how we're putting things together. Um, And uh, so that can also be really useful and, uh, but, but I think, yeah, the biggest thing is, is just, uh, is being able to, to keep working with, with the artists and the engineers and, you know, with all these new technologies.
1: hmm Um, what changes have you made to the program since you took over and what's your vision for its future? What direction do you want to bring it in?
0: So the program, when, when I took over, um, had, had great things in which you know you know if, if things are working there's there's no reason to change them and and i was I was really excited to see the different projects that the students were developing um, on their own. Um, one of the one of the great things that i that I get to see in the program is every year the students uh, develop um, their culminating experiences, which are, um, different types of, uh, of thesis work for, for their master's programs. And we call them culminating experiences because they're not always strictly an academic type research type paper. They're, they're sometimes involve uh, live performances or the development of new technology. And this is where it gets really interesting because um, one of the things that, that got me really excited to, to um, take over the program was seeing... What the, what the students were developing on their own. And, and with very, you know, with the support, of course, of the faculty, but with very limited resources. And so, um, one of the, um, there, there's, a, there's a lab here that we have n- renamed the, the Applied Media Lab uh, that uh, gives the students a place to develop the prototypes of their ideas, of their projects.
1: Yeah, I was in Valencia a couple of years ago, and I was impressed with just the range of projects students are working on. Can you give me a few examples of some of those projects?
0: Uh, Sure. Um, So I can talk to you, for example, about a project um, by a former student, uh, Michael Samuels, who developed uh, these um, polyhedrons that fit in the... Of your hand, so imagine you know, some imagine a Rubik's cube, except that it's got it's a polyhedron, so it has many, many sides to it more than just a cube. And it has within it a gyroscope and a microprocessor that can talk to the computer and tell it what position the the, this this uh, this polyhedron is in your hand. So as you move your hand around and you flip your hand around, it is recording which of the, sh- of, the, of the sides of the polyhedron is facing down, which side is facing up, whether you're moving it in, you know, clockwise or counterclockwise, whether you're moving it away from you or towards you. And these changes in position, as well as the position, is, telling the, is, is giving information to the computer about what your hands are doing. And so that information uh, can be translated into uh, MIDI data which can then be turned into either musical um, musical information, it can be turned into uh, information that is controlling the parameters of music that is being played, for example. Uh, it can also control, for example, the parameters of, for example, a vocal performance. So a vocalist could control how much reverb or how much delay or how much of any kind of vocal effect they want to have on the vocal Simply by moving their hands around, and uh, this this is I mean this is I mean it sounds like the stuff of sound fi- of, of science fiction, but it is real and it is happening and it is being developed by our students and and it's just this is just one example of of uh, you know many projects. Um, another one of our students uh, developed a virtual reality environment where very much like Tom Cruise in, in Minority Report, you get to move faders up and down, and there's, there's a whole bank of faders like a, like a mixing console, except this is all happening in a virtual reality environment. And as you move around and you move the faders, you are affecting the mix of the music that you're listening to. Uh, so that that is another really, really exciting project. I, I remember when we presented this at, here at the Museum of Sciences, um, in the city of Arts and Sciences, and where where the Valencia campus is located, there was a line of children and students that was like out the door, waiting to play with this with this system. I I say that uh, the future of music is being invented here, and and I don't think that I'm exaggerating.
1: Is there any particular background that you look for in potential students? Are you looking for somebody with a tech background or is it more of a mindset that you're looking for?
0: Yeah, that, you know, that's a, that's a great, great question because it's, it's one of the most challenging things in our program. Uh, because uh, the program um, has such a, uh, a wide range of, of, um, of topics and areas that it covers, it attracts a very, very broad range of students, uh, from from as you mentioned, very, very different backgrounds. And so, we, um, in general, we look for students that have a an inclination and an interest in technology, a facility in technology, because um, a lot of what we do has to do with that. And so, we do pay a lot of attention to that, to to how interested somebody is how easy uh they how how much how much uh familiarity they have with with technology this doesn't mean that it's only that that we look at but but it's definitely a very important component um beyond that we look at musicality we look at you know folks doing really uh, interesting and creative uh, musical projects and having a a very uh a fresh and, and, uh, and uh, unique point of view and unique voice. So, so we look for a lot of different voices to, to come to our program. And, and I think that the last thing I would say is uh, we are always looking for that that extra it, you know, that, that can be many things. Uh, so for me, uh, when I'm interviewing candidates, uh, when i'm when I'm looking at applications, I'm always looking for that. You know that that extra that extra something that is beyond what is in the transcripts, that's beyond what is in the letters of recommendation or in the resumes or in the proposal letters. Uh, but it's it's this spark that that just tells you, you know what this person really is uh, is thinking outside the box. It really is is creative in a way that, that's exciting, is is, is, is creating um, material that, and, and it doesn't necessarily need to be very developed, but it has to have that spark of excitement, and, and when we identify these students, or these candidates, we always uh, look for them, and we, we invite them, and we encourage them to, to come join us.
1: I wanted to ask you a little bit more about your upcoming projects outside of Berkeley. What's on the horizon for Pablo? Are you engineering the Super Bowl show this winter with Justin Timberlake?
0: <laughs> yes, yes I am. Uh, I'll be um, this this year. I um, I'll be working on the Super Bowl again in Minneapolis, and uh, with Justin Timberlake. And I'll be doing the Grammys as well this time in New York. It's the the 60th Grammys are going to be broadcast from Madison Square Garden, and. Uh, the, the Oscars, of course, uh, later on in the, in the in the award season, or I guess to to to, to culminate the award season. Um, so I'll be working on these shows with Justin Timberlake. It's it's going to be uh, for me. It's it's a great uh, you know homecoming of sorts. Um, I I work with Justin way back when you know we were still in sync, and then you know you have more. Uh, some more when he was when he was uh, going out with uh, with Britney Spears. I mean, it seems like a lifetime ago. Um, but uh, but then in his early uh, solo projects and his early records, I mixed uh, some live shows for him as well. And and so for me, it's it's a great uh, it's going to be a great homecoming in that in that sense. Um, so I'm really looking forward to it. And uh, the other part that's very exciting for me is that the Super Bowl is happening in Minneapolis. And uh, Minneapolis is, is um, you know, it's a, um, it is the the place where, where Prince, you know, both lived and had his studios and, and developed his music. And so for me, it's, it's a peregrination uh, I, I see it as a, as a pilgrimage back to a music that I love. You know, one of the artists that I most admire, and so I'm, I'm very much looking forward to that as well.
1: Well, wow, that should be a great show. Well, Pablo Mugia, thank you so much for joining us today at Sounds of Berkeley.
0: Thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure talking with you.
1: For more information on Berkeley's Music Production, Technology, and Innovation Graduate Program visit valencia.berkeley.edu. This episode of Sounds of Berkeley was engineered by Darcy Davis. I'm Kim Ashton for Sounds of Berkeley.